Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When the red, red robin comes bob, bob, bobbing along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his old sweet song. the season as the addicts take all three points on the filed coast will this now finally be the result that kickstarts our season welcome to charlton live So hello everybody, welcome to Charlton Live, my name is uh, Louis Mendez, I hope you are well on this evening's show, we'll be looking back at that 2-1 win uh, up at Fleetwood Town yesterday, uh, finally our uh, second win of the season, our first away win uh, of the campaign, a much needed uh, result for everyone, particularly you have to feel for Nigel Atkins, who I guess will feel a little bit of the pressure easing uh, after that result. Uh, joining me to discuss, first up, uh, we've got a man who's just uh, earned a new nickname, Old Man Teabag. How you doing, Nath? Because you've went and got a cup of tea just for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I'm glad you sort of said that last bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, buzzing, mate. I mean, um, I was a bit away a couple of weeks, watched the two games that weren't that great to watch. Well, Pompey was a draw, I suppose. But um, And then, um, yeah, so obviously come back and obviously got a win, so that's a nice thing to come back to. Yeah, it's what we need. We need Nathan in the country for us to do well. I've always said that. I've always said that. Not just as a football team, but as a nation. And uh, also joining us uh, on the show, uh, Mr. Lewis Cat. How you doing, Luke? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. You okay? Bu- yeah, buzzing after yesterday's result. Yeah, massively 
um, big relief, really. It was, it was sounding a little bit edgy when they equalised. Um, but yeah, it seemed, um, I think, would do us the world of good for confidence. Just the timing's a little bit off with the international break now. But yeah, glad we've finally got uh, got a win on the road. Yeah, it's the same thing that happened last time, wasn't it? Our, our win came just before the international break, and then obviously we came back and blew it. So uh, hopefully that won't be the case, but uh, we'll find out. So on uh, the show, we're going to hear uh, in a few moments' time uh, the highlights uh, of the game. We've got reaction, of course, from the Addicts manager, uh, Nigel Adkins. Uh, we've got your tweets and emails as well, and a fans bar uh, that we recorded. Uh, it's really awkward, actually. We recorded it at Preston Station, and I was there interviewing fans, asking them what they realised, or what they thought about the manager, Nigel Atkins, without realising he was stood about five yards behind me, uh, along with the rest of the squad. But I don't think he heard, luckily. Uh, we're also going to hear from uh, Karen Hills uh, and uh, Elise Hughes from the women's team after their fine 4-0 win at Watford uh, yesterday. So plenty uh, to get our teeth into. Before we hear the highlights of the game, Nath, I mean, I don't think it can be sort of underestimated how important that was for us because, I mean, we, we were four points shy of Fleetwood going into that game. If they'd won and gone seven points ahead of us, you know, depending on what happened with those teams, I mean, we could easily have been four, four or five or six points away from safety going into the international break, and that could have got even worse after it. So it really was, purely in terms of the league table, that was a massive result for us yesterday. Yeah, of course it is. I think, um, I mean, football mentality is a big thing and confidence is a big thing, which obviously we were struggling, um, evidently, at the beginning of the season. Um Obviously, before, after the game on Tuesday, you know, I said it was a crucial game, you know, outlining the points you made about the game, the four points behind and etc. Um, I know it's only, what, 10, 11 games in the season now, but if we did lose yesterday, seven points and um, and they're getting a game in hand. It's not, the you know, the end of the world, but in terms of morale and confidence, you're constantly looking up and then you're chasing a pack early door. So it was an important important win it's not going to be a a win that's going to be in the history books or anything like that but um it was an important victory nonetheless and a and a performance to go by it which i think look watching it back it was um definitely one to obviously hopefully it'll be a pivotal move or pivotal performance that will change our season yeah hopefully and uh, i mean purely in terms of nigel atkins as well he needed that lewis he needed a reaction um and and i guess it, it does take a little bit of the pressure off of him now going into this two-week break yeah, definitely. Um, and he definitely needed it as well. I mean, I think before the game yesterday, looking at the team sheet on paper, I was very happy with it. But I think one of the question marks again was the amount of changes that, that we're, we keep making um, to try and get that mix right and that balance right. And I felt like yesterday, based on the performance overall, we looked a little bit more like a team that were working as a, as a well-oiled machine. We seemed to have a little bit more understanding throughout. I thought players that hadn't quite hit the grade yet had impressive performances I think Harry Arter looked like the player that I think we all thought that we'd signed we've maybe not seen that yet because of his match fitness I thought Charlie Kirk had a really good game as well which was nice to see because he's not really been you know he's sort of been benched the last few weeks or not been in and around it so I was glad to see him um, have such a positive display yesterday and yeah it just felt like we, we had a little bit more of, of like a an identity yesterday. I think the actual, the football we played was much better. We didn't really panic even when going um, the goal down, uh, sorry, going level when they equalised. But um, I, I felt that we, we kept up, kept to our game plan, which was good and a, a massive improvement from what we saw, especially on Tuesday night. Um, and you got you got to give Nigel and you got to give the players the, the praise and the credit for, for bouncing back because a heavy defeat at home, you know, we, we were both there on Tuesday and it was very negative, very 
toxic. And I think there were some serious question marks whether Nigel would even be in the dugout on Saturday. So to get in there, to stick it out, to prepare your team and then go and get that win on the road, which we so desperately needed just before the international break. I think a lot of credit does have to go to, to Nigel and the team for, for getting those three points yesterday. Excellent stuff. Right, well, let's have a listen to the highlights over on Charlton TV. Uh, former addict legend uh, Peter Shirtliff was alongside Greg Stubb. Short to Lecco. Gives it bit to, back to Arta. Across towards Gilby. Oh, that's a bit of space. Couldn't get a connection on a shot. Lee with the overhead kick, which takes a deflection. And Cairns is there. It was nicely worked. To keep it in and lane forward and finds Camps, who's onside. Camps is a great save from McGilvery. The best chance of the game so far. Cholm trying to play offside. Camps going forward and should really have scored, but full credit to McGilvery for keeping it. Come on the board. Lee a makes a run, and it's a great run. Lee inside the penalty area. Controls inside towards Charlie Kirk. Oh, he's missed it. It's a glorious chance for Cholm. Shortly after Fleetwood had their chance, Cholm should have scored themselves. Yeah, that was a better chance than the other one. But um, great run by Lee. That's where I want him to see. That's where I want to see him receiving the ball in around their box. Gilby inside. Kirk with the cross towards Lee. Controls. Lee trying to turn. Still with it. Elliot Lee with the cross towards Davison. Davison with a shot, but it's straight up hands. Good play again. Really good play. Davison Clark gets there first. Davison does well to flick it forward. Lecco controls. Lecco out to the left to Kirk. Kirk's got Lecco down the line. Kirk goes inside, back out to his left. Finds Lecco. In the penalty area. Lecco with the shot and scores! Jonathan Lecco cutting inside onto his right foot. Give it a little bit of space and the powerful effort. Beats Cairns down to his left. Might have taken a slight deflection on the way through. But Cholm, after 41 minutes, have the lead. Well, it was a great goal. It was a well-taken goal. Good work by Lecco initially, and, and then Kirk carried it on. It's, it's, it's an excellent sort of forwards goal. But you have to say Davison did ever so well there as well. By Gilby on the left-hand side for Cholm. Gilby being shown down the line, cuts back inside. Gilby does well to work a bit of space with the cross. Lavelle jumps, comes down to Lecco, controls. Lecco with a shot, deflected down. Lee with the shot and deflected wide. And very nearly a second for Joel. Good play again, isn't it? You know, it's, it's good play all round. In fairness, all the, all the action in terms of goal mouth action has been in the Charlton has been at the Charlton attacking. Pinned towards the near post, which is punched away by McGilvery. And that concludes the first half here at Highbury Stadium. Back for Charlton as Andrew steps up and hits it and scores a powerful effort. Still with it, we'll go for goal again. It's spilled by Cairns, comes to Lee. Across goal, Davison can't get there. Very nearly, John. Nearly retook the lead. Davison comes down to Lee. Lee brings it forward, got Davison to his right. Davison with the chance. Across goal, off the post. Very nearly again for John. Good move again. 
good move again. Towards Norman, decent ball. Arter forward to Lee. He's got Kirk to his left, and Kirk control. Lee will go on the overlap. Kirk cuts inside towards Gilby. Controls to Arter. Little one-two. To the right to Chris Gunter. Now Lecco. Lecco taking on Andrew. Goes down the line. Lecco cross goal. Comes to Stockley! What a finish that is from Jaden Stockley. The substitution has worked for Joan. Lecco with the cross. Stockley sliding and the powerful effort. Too strong for the goalkeeper. And Joan, after 68 minutes, have the lead. Well, the good, sure, good, good possessions showed some good patience in midfield between, particularly with Arter and, uh, and Gilby. And, and of course, you just give the ball to Aki, and he's going to take the boy on and beat him every time. You know, and it's a great strike. It's three on three for the time being. Arter out to the right to Lecco. Lecco with space to bring the ball forward inside the penalty area. Lecco across goal takes a deflection and just goes wide. That's a Chelm corner, it is. He heads forward and Stockley trying to get onto his own header. Still with it, Jaden Stockley. To his left is Lee. Lee inside the pounds here. And he Lee! Oh, it's over the ball! Andrew, ball in the pounds here, collected by Garner. It's Jed Garner who controlled it, but then it was off balance, couldn't get the execution on the shot. It's a decent opportunity, though, for Fleetwood. It's a great opportunity. I just don't understand how he can just wander into the box without being picked up. Cross to Clark. We'll have six added minutes with a corner to defend. Andrew to take. Swings it in towards the far post. Headed down. Comes off for Stockley. Headed back in. Six-yard box still there. McGilvery at the save. How's that stayed out? Shaw want the game over. McGilvery's just made a save. An important save as one reaching. And Cairns can clear forward. Lavelle with the header. And there's the full-time whistle. What important three points that could be for John. Right at the end, McGilvery with the save. It's been a non-stop match. And you can see what it means to the John bench and the John players out there. They gave it everything. And they've certainly been in a battle. There we go. That was the highlights from Charlton TV. Thanks to uh, Greg Stubley and, and Peter Shirtlift. I've say obviously um, sort of sitting alongside Pete. I never never saw him play when he, when he was playing for Charlton, but I don't know if it came across on on the TV. But you could see he was actually kicking every ball every time Charlton came close to scoring. Like you could see uh, with his gestures, he was he was really behind the lad. So great to see another former player uh, who still has the affinity uh, with the club, and and he was there to see a, a massive three points for us, Nathan. I think. You know, we've spoken about the, the, the pressure on, on, on uh, Nigel, which I, I guess we'll probably delve into a little bit more after we hear from him. But in terms of an actual performance, we've needed to find so, some of those things we've seen that have been good over the last few weeks, that getting the ball out wide, those wingers causing issues. I mean, we it's no surprise that that's starting to take hold even more because it's not like that hasn't happened over the last few weeks, but it's more that it needed to sort of be balanced with what's going on at the other end of the pitch where we've been a bit of a disaster. So it's nice actually that, you know, it wasn't perfection, but it's nice that we've certainly improved there and, and we're able to keep them down to one and actually come away with a, a very deserved three points. Yeah, I think for me, um, I mean, when the, when the team came out yesterday, in my opinion, apart from maybe Gunter, um, that would probably be, in my opinion, think, I think that's our best 11 um, on paper. You know, I know people were trying to come up to 
fitness and we're, you know he's trying to build up the fitness and stuff like that but a, a key word that you said there was balance for me um i think you've got in the middle where you've got gilby probably playing a little bit deeper but he's played there for mk you've got arter who's got legs gilby's got legs lee can play in the 10 and those two wide players i thought kirk was involved in both of the goals um which that second that second goal was unbelievable movement um and yeah they let go obviously fallen in any side in this you know in, in this division and we just look dangerous um so yeah for me it was it was a balanced performance and um and, and at the end of the game when the full-time whistle went you had i think elliot lee was on his knees and i think someone else was on it, it might have been leco or something but and you could see they they are trying um but with the, we had that performance and that consistent performance i know it's a bit hairy at the end but it was a performance that we needed you know, an idol needed and, and ultimately what the players needed to get that little bit of confidence. But we just looked threatening and, um, yeah, it was a good away performance. Um, so, yeah, delighted with it, really. That And hopefully we can try and get people up to fitness and keep a settled side. Because, as I say, I think for me, you know, I know people will say Stockley, but I think Davison's doing all right. And I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by Davison doing so well. Um, but, yeah, I think we, we, we're threatening all over the pitch. Mm. I mean, the the opening goal as well from Jonathan Lecker that came just before halftime was a, a really good strike. And and from a player, again, he obviously came in on his debut and got that goal back against Cheltenham. Um, and then uh, he's, he's had some spells, but also faded a bit. This was easily his most consistent, you know, almost 90 minutes performance we've had from him. Um, and uh, yeah, deserved, certainly deserved his goal. Uh, and, and again, it was one of those flowing moves where we've started to use the width and, and get players stretched over. And Jonathan actually sort of uh, drifted over to the left-hand side, but it was, a, it was a cracking finish. Maybe took a slight defection, um, but it's great to see Jonathan really enjoying his play because don't forget, you know, he, he he was struggling a bit at Birmingham and he's come back into an environment, Lewis, where he's obviously really happy and, and able to go and express himself and, and it's starting to pay dividends for, for him and for us. Yeah, exactly that. You know, the move benefits us massively and also it benefits him because I think we've said before, I feel like Leko is a real confidence player and here people have really taken to him we saw it when he first came when we were in the championship there was a real affinity and a, and a real love for him immediately because he's you know he's a bit of a wild card you know he's not by any means like the finished article and he does maybe sometimes do things a little bit over the top or make a, you know one too many extra touches but like every other time you, you see something unpredictable and he and as Nave said he's he's such a thorn in the side of the opposition because he is so unpredictable um, and yeah, I thought, as you said, yesterday was absolutely outstanding. And it's so nice to see him enjoying his football because you can see how happy it is. And I think that's starting to reflect on the pitch as well. And yesterday, I mean, he was he was absolutely phenomenal. The goal was a great finish as well. I mean, a real a real dr- like driven shot into the bottom corner. Um, and yeah, really, really, really happy for him. And his interview afterwards on Charlton TV was really nice as well because he's just such a happy character. And you can see that he has a real love for the club and... It's a, he's a bit of like a, a lone hero, you know. He's come over before and it ended prematurely and he, he maybe had something to prove coming back. And I think getting him in League One was a, was an absolute steal. So I'm really glad it's working out for him because there was a lot of expectation when we signed him. And as you say, there have been a few performances where he has faded. I think that probably is down to fitness. Um, but we're starting to see now a, a more consistent Leco, even in some of the poorer games where he's he's stood out. But yesterday, especially with the whole positive result for the team and the positive performance throughout the eleven, Lecco still stood out to me as the star man and I'm really, really happy for him. Now, obviously, the character of the side is certainly something that's been questioned at times this season, particularly on Tuesday, you know, when they 
went that goal behind uh, inside the last sort of 15 minutes or so and then just absolutely collapsed against Bolton. So it was always going to be a question as to how they do react um, after Fleetwood equalised. And it's, it's one of those goals where I tell you, it doesn't feel like there's a great deal you can do about it because obviously we've given away a free kick on the edge of the area and, and, and Danny Andrews stepped up and, and he's, he's curled it gloriously into the not quite the top corner. I guess some people might look at Mac and say, oh, it's a bit central, but at the same time, it was such a well-struck free kick, and there were two over it. He didn't really know which uh, which way it was going to go. If you were looking at where Danny Andrew was standing, you'd assume he'd be going for the other corner. So he sort of probably wrong-footed Mac a little bit there as well. But it's, it's more about how you react to that. And I think we had maybe 10 minutes where, obviously, Fleetwood had that disallowed goal, and it took us 10 minutes to get back into it. But actually, they this time, they didn't fall apart. And that, again, is is important for the sort of the mentality, the overall look of the season again, Nave. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I think, I mean, like we were saying, I mean, we don't think, um, you know, the, the work ethic and um, the desire or, you know, anything like that for the players was ever questioned for me. Well, it wasn't for me anyway. Um, it was just that we were really sloppy. We were giving away cheap goals, basic, you know, defending errors. And there was a time, obviously, yesterday where, um, I don't know why we tried playing the offside trap, but, and they, and they, Craig again's pulled out a save. He's been brilliant for us, but um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the Andrew goal, he's done it all his career at set pieces when he was at Donny and I think he was at Grimsby, I think. But I think um, I mean, you can see in the goal when when you look it back on the replay, you can see Craig's already gone to his right, and then he's he's obviously been wrong footed. He's had to try and make up again, but again, silly foul. But you know, they happen. Um, but again, it's the resilience of coming, coming, you know, being drawn back level away from home. You know, they've got their towels up. Um, but yeah, I think that yesterday's performance, they can take a lot of pride in it. I don't think, listen, I'm not going to get too carried away, um, you know, over over one win, but it's definitely a step in the right direction and, and shows that we can, you know, dig in. There was blocks and blocks from shots of, you know, Sam Lavelle and Fanwo done well. Um, and it was a good, gritty performance. And you can, like I said earlier, you can see at the end of the game, you know, the players were on their haunches. Um, so yeah, it was a good, good Good victory away from home. Only 10 points outside the top six, Nath. It's time to get carried away. Come on, lads, we can do it. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, the winning goal, obviously, there's plenty of other aspects of the game I want to talk about, but that winning goal was a real class move, wasn't it? And uh, it worked over to the right-hand side, you know, already being some nice interplay in midfield. And, and then Leko again, he had the beating of uh, of his man pretty much every game, was it Danny Andrew on that side? And then... Um, you know, put in the cross, and, and what about Jaden Stockley coming off the bench? And there's no way that he'd have been dropped this season if he'd been getting that sort of service all season because no one would have seen a problem with him. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think you were right. What you say with the the build-up play again was really impressive. We played the ball nicely on the floor, lots of interchanging and passing, and yeah, Lecco with a with a fantastic ball into Stockley, and he's absolutely hammered it into the roof of the net, and he deserves that because. I think I've said to you before on the show that dropping Stockley, I don't think really is the answer to the problem with, that we were having before because we keep playing hoofball to him. But I mean, he, he's not asking for that. He, he's up there and they're hoofing it to him as, as a bit of a coping mechanism when things maybe aren't going right. And as you say, we've seen him dropped out of the side and there have been improvements because we've not been able to play that same way because we've not been able to rely on Davidson for those, those long ball, you know, aerial duels. And, um, yeah, it was nice yesterday to see Jaden Stockley get his name on the score sheet and with his feet as well. Um, so, yeah, really, really, really happy for him because I think it was doing the world of good for confidence. And I think you could see it was a real relief. Like The celebration was it was pretty intense from him as well. And I think um, Nigel said in the interview, we'll probably hear, he had a chat with Jaden this week 
um, about, you know, and he's, he's still putting it in on the training ground. He's a really good character around the club. And I think we all know that from him being around last season as well. So, yeah, hopefully that'll do him, you know, a bit of good with his confidence and, and maybe people can realise that you can get the ball to his feet and he can deliver rather than just hoofing it long to him when, when you know, we're up against it. So, yeah, fantastic um, to see Jaden on the score sheet again yesterday. Yeah, now obviously we had to sort of see it out. That was uh, just over 20 minutes uh, from the end. I mean, we did have chances to kill it off. And again, we'll, we'll talk about some of the players who stood out for us. But there's there's been games this season, as, as I've said, where where sort of when, when the goings got tough, we, we haven't really coped with it and... Felt felt different yesterday. I think there was there was one real chance where you know sort of just before the added time where Jed Garner was found unmarked inside the area, which really probably should have done a bit better with. But I don't think we, other than that, I don't think we fell asleep too much. Obviously, there was that uh, absolute scramble that had me with my heart in, in my mouth uh, in in added on time uh, right at the end as well. Where where in the end, um, Craig McGilvery made a, a, a really good point blank save, and then and then we held on uh, for all three points. So it, again, it, it's the fact it's the fact that finally that you know, and, and it could be a one off, but there, there just seemed to be that little bit more still and and a little bit more concentration in the side yesterday, so that we didn't actually give up too many chances to you know, obviously a Fleetwood side that concede a lot of goals, but also score a lot of goals as well. Yeah, I think with the um, I mean yesterday, you, you know, away from home with a team like Fleetwood, um, you're going to get a lot of you know, long throws and balls into the box. And we probably had to defend a bit narrow, which you, you do have to do away from home. And, you know, we're not going to play anyone and not concede a shot. I mean, that's, well, you know, it might happen, but I doubt it. Um, and you do have to do that sometimes. I think there was just times where in games, especially the Bolton game, where we were defending either too narrow and not showing people out wide when we should do and, and vice versa, or you're letting people come through on an underlap. And it was just... Needs must sometimes when your backs are against the wall, it will, it just shows your character. And I think everyone stood up, you know. And you're going to need a goalie. That's why you bring in a top goalie. I mean, the spine of the team is important if you're going to do any, well in any sort of league. So you're going to get those games. Um, we'll get them at home probably, but yeah, we need to show that gritty side, which I think we showed in abundance yesterday. And, and in some parts, we've shown at some points this season we've just we've just lacked concentration or just gave silly goals away. Um, so yeah, it was pleasing to see yesterday that stood up to a man and um, didn't get the clean sheet win that we've only had. We've had one. We've only had one, isn't yeah, it? Only one. So, we've um, had one, only one had one of a win. win. <laughs> yeah, but we <laughs> have had fair. another clean sheet, but that was a clean sheet draw. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so we're still waiting the next clean sheet win. The girls have got a couple, but um, I mean, we mentioned earlier Charlie Kirk his best game easily in, in a Charlton shirt so far. Uh, you know, haven't been frozen out recently, Lewis, to, to come back in and put a performance like that. Um, he'll be delighted with that. He's first, his first real sort of good showing in a Charlton shirt. Yeah, definitely. And I'm glad, like I said earlier, I'm really happy that he had that showing yesterday. I think he came over with a lot of expectation because we were linked to him in January and I think people were disappointed we didn't see him come over then. Um, it took a while to get him over in the summer as well. Obviously, he had um, stuff going on off the field with his father sadly passing away. So he's had a lot going on you know, moving away from your boyhood club that you've spent a lot of time at to move down to London, you know, dealing with the grief of losing a losing a parent and everything. And then coming into a side that's struggling and, and you know, where fans are, are sort of on the on the backs at the moment because of the performances being poor and the results not being what we expect. And yesterday, it was good to see him uh, back in the fold because, as you said, he'd been frozen out in the last few weeks and we've not really seen him. Um, same with DJ, really. We're seeing these wingers missing and then... 
yeah, yesterday they were dominant down each wing and Charlie Kirk was one of the real contributors to that. And yeah, I'm really happy. I think he missed a bit of a sitter in the first half, which would be disappointed he didn't uh, get his uh, first Charlton goal. But as performances go, that'll do him, you know, a, a hell of a lot for his confidence. And um, yeah, hopefully now he can start to build on that performance on Saturday and, and try and cement himself um, a place in that starting eleven and become the player we know that, that he can be. And another good showing as well from Elliot Lee, sort of in between the lines there for the Addicts, playing sort of, uh, it's a 4-2-3-1, so I guess playing as the as the middle one of the three, um, Nathan, that's the way I saw it. And and yeah, he uh, he can prove a real fawn in a lot of League One sides. And again, he was involved with picking up the ball. He was the one who set up that chance for, for Charlie Kirk, for example, yesterday, getting into the penalty area and making things happen. Yeah, of course, I think, I, I love him. I love Elliot Lee. I think I liked him at... Um... Obviously, I knew, I knew he was at Oxford last year, but I really liked him when he was at Luton, when he was there with Shins. But um, I just think he's such a good 10 for this league, such a good 10. And everything that was, you know, in the first half, he was getting getting in, in between the lines. He was getting to good positions and quite a lot of the play he was involved with, and, and along with Alex Gilby and Leco. So, yeah, really, really, really happy that he's obviously here and he just gives us that little bit, something different. He can pop up in anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I thought Elliot Lee... You know, had a, had a good game. I think he probably would have been shaded, obviously, by Jonathan Lecco, obviously. But, yeah, Elliot Lee, I probably would have picked for him to go second man of the match, um, obviously, from what I saw and heard. So, yeah, unbelievable performance. So just hopefully we can keep him fixed. I think apart from that, someone else to go in a 10, maybe Gilby. But I think Lee, for me, is... I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but I think he's probably the first name on the team sheet for me at the moment. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, well, let's have a listen to what Nigel Atkins uh, had to say after the game. I asked him if that was the reaction he wanted and the reaction that he needed. Yeah, you can see we've got great spirit amongst the players that was required at the very, very end. Played some good football at times. Could have scored more goals than what we've done. You know, a good goal from Lico. Um, Josh Davison keepers just got a, a faint touch on it as it's been crossed to him and it just missed it. And then he hits the post from there. Um, you know, great opportunities. I mean, Charlie Kirk should have scored in the first half as well. So we've created good opportunities to score. Um, but as you said, we've got the both sides of it right there. Jaden Stockley scores the winner for us, which is great, impacting it from the bench. But the spirit of the whole group was demonstrated in abundance at the very end when long throws are getting pumped into the box and it's ricocheting about and uh, you've got to defend it. And the players have shown great resilience again as a team. Uh, and this time we're coming away with a victory, which is pleasing. I think we saw some of the elements that have been good over the last few weeks all coming together today with a, a more solid defensive display. Well, it's a team. The team, you know, we, we attack as a team, defend as a team. That's uh, what we've got to be. We've got to be compact. And today, I mean, to be fair, uh, Craig's made a really important save at 0 0, you know, rushing out quickly for the through ball. Um, but the lads, for me, created good opportunities to score, scored two good goals, should have scored more, defended very resolutely. Uh, and at the very end and great spirit shown by the by the players and again a real good travelling support who got behind the team which was good and how big a result is that for not just for the squad but for yourself as well for, for the mood around the place listen I see what it's like on the training ground every day we've got a good spirit we've got players who are honest hard working who want to improve and um, you know obviously results dictate a lot of things but the mood of the training ground is one that we all want to do well and uh, you know this is just another part of the building block 
um, in, in the big picture. Obviously, Jaden's had to be a bit patient for his chance over the last couple of weeks, but I guess if he was getting service like that all season, I imagine it wouldn't have been a decision you would have needed to make because he can take those chances. Well, it's great. I mean, he's, he's missed the last couple of games with Josh Davison, who's been great. Josh has scored two in two, and today, you know, it was a, it was a whisker from scoring his third, and he's at the post as well. So, uh, you know, Josh has uh, done great for us. We want that competition for places. We need to be able to impact games as we go. Um, and everyone's got the bit between the teeth. And you can see that, you know, great spirit, resilience at the end there. Everyone wants to do well. We're in a challenging period, but you can see that we create opportunities to score um, and everyone's working so hard for each other, which um, obviously bodes well for the future. And Charlie, obviously, coming into the, into the mix today, Charlie Kirk. And I felt, again, we saw a bit more from him today and, and, and probably his most pleasing performance so far. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's... His own admission, he's got to score the opportunity he's, he's had there. He's, he's put it wide. But again, he scored a good goal in midweek for the uh, for the team that played against Brentford. Um, and he's had to wait patiently. He's come in. It's like everybody. You join a new football club. You join a different part of the world. Certain situations are on. You've got to get, you've got to acclimatise and get used to it. And uh, we've got a big squad of players. So competition for places is there. There's players who have not even travelled today. Players that we've got who aren't even on the bench today. So that is part and parcel of having a big squad part and parcel of being part of a big team a big football club which Charlton is um, and all being well all this competition uh, four places once we get that get ourselves on that roll is going to bode, uh, bode well for the future And do, do you think now that especially with the two weeks coming up with the international break obviously you've got Tuesday as well but do you think that will mean over time you will start to get that settled side again as well because I guess that's, that's one thing you'd love to see as well Yeah I mean I've, I've openly said that I want to have a settled side and a settled way of playing but again, like there's players who are, you know, still finding their feet for fitness. Today is another big part of getting to where we need to get to with, with the game time. We have another uh, good game on Tuesday to go and play. Uh, there'll be no game next weekend because obviously um, Rotherham's called the game off. Um, and then we'll, we'll get ourselves together again. There's lads away on international duty, all of them, um, from a senior level point of view. We've got a couple of the under-21s as well. Um, but we've, you know, we've got work to go and do to keep improving. How important will those two weeks be to make sure that this isn't just a, a one-off result like the Crew one was? No, we've, listen, we've been working on on things that um, will all come together. You know, spirit's an important thing. We've got resilience is an important thing that we've got, and we've been going through a challenging period because we've had good spells of football and things just haven't gone our way. You know, we could turn around and say, uh, you know, goals the other night were maybe. Uh, it could be classed with deflections and all sorts of different things. We've um, we've just got to keep going. And again, you can see we've got honest, hard-working people who want to do well for the football club and for each other. And um, you know, the, the resilience was there. And there was, you know, we should have scored some more goals. Just finally, I mean, obviously, with when Jonathan was coming off and you needed to change that decision, does that mean Harry had picked up something? Or yeah, Harry had gone. Harry had gone. So again, herein lies the situation. You know, we're taking it, and Harry. Harry had gone. I think you could go and see that one in there. And, you know, we're trying to get him to a level playing 90 minutes football. And can we go Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday? That's a work in progress. But you can see, you know, he's got ability and abundance on the ball. That will be very beneficial for him today, moving forward, for him to get more game time and be more influential in the game. Well, so it's just energy. It's not, it's not an injury or anything like that? No, he's yeah. going to go on international duty now. So uh, you could see that he was... You know, he was uh, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Good challenge by Gunter and Chalm can break here. It's three on two. Jalassimi switches the play across to Washington. Washington, ball forward to Stockley. Can he get there? Stockley still with it. Jaden Stockley! Chalm two, crew nil. The great counter-attack from the Addicts. Washington calm composed on the ball. Pass forward to Stockley, who just let the ball run across him. Takes it past Jaskolainen and finishes... Charlton Live. Welcome back to Charlton Live on your Sunday evening. I hope you guys are well. We're looking back at the 2-1 win up at Fleetwood Town uh, yesterday on the Fylde Coast. Uh, really, it really was an enjoyable day. Weather wasn't ideal uh, up there. Uh, and also, when we got into Blackpool, uh, coming off, you know, like no, no, every time, every other time we've gone to Fleetwood, obviously, we take a few there, but not, not many. And, and I think this is probably the fewest we've taken there. 350-odd, I think it was, were up there. Um, but normally, once you get to Preston, you just hop on the train to Blackpool and it's absolutely empty. You can sit down. And we got on absolutely chock full of uh, Blackburn Rovers fans. So it was a really busy day in uh, Blackpool yesterday. So it actually made for quite an enjoyable atmosphere walking around the town. Uh, got the tram up to Fleetwood and, and, it, and it was raining and, and, and a bit windy. And you did hope that it wasn't really going to affect the game like it did last year up there, the behind closed doors game where you remember it was really windy. And it was a rubbish game. We drew one all. Uh, luckily, it didn't turn out to, to be the case and, and turned out to be a really enjoyable one. And, and, and as we said, Lewis, like an, an important one for Nigel. Um, you know, obviously, uh, one swallow doesn't make a summer. And, and um, the, there'll be a lot of fans who, who will still be, I think, very wary of, of, of how we've done so far this season. And rightly so. We are still in the relegation zone. But Nigel will be clinging on to this. He described this at the end as one step in, in, in the building blocks or whatever, one building block in, in the whole process. Um, and it needs to be. I mean, it, it absolutely, obviously, it's imperative now that we build upon this. And, and it is a shame that, you know, obviously, other than the Papa John's game coming up on Tuesday, that we now do have a, a couple of weeks off and, and, and not really a chance to try and build a, any momentum, which is exactly what happened after we beat Crew and then came back and were rubbish against Cheltenham. Yeah, the the break is is frustrating. You know, the timing of it isn't great, um, but it gives a bit of time on the training ground, I suppose, to those that aren't going away on international duty. Um, but yeah, like you say, Nigel needed that yesterday. I think I, I I wouldn't have been if we'd have not got the result yesterday. If we hadn't have won that game, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he had gone, and then we would have begun you know a, a proper search over that international break. Um, but we did get the win and. You know he will use that now as as a building block and, and a step in the right direction. But there will still be massive frustration that we're putting those first steps in place now, eleven games into the season, and we've we've given everyone a ten game head start. And also, we, like you said, we've we had that with Crew, and we didn't bounce back afterwards. So 
it's totally imperative now that we come back from this international break, we use the positive momentum from yesterday and try and build something because the next run of fixtures for us is not easy whatsoever. I think the next game we've got is, if you exclude the pizza trophy, you've got Lincoln away. Then we've got Sun uh, Accrington at home, Sunderland. You know, they're, they're tough games. They are tough games. Um, so if there's a time to build momentum and try and get some wins back to back, this is a difficult time to do it because of the opposition we're facing. But on paper, our team is is one of the best in the league. But for whatever reason, it's just it wasn't ticking over like we expected. But like we say, yesterday was was a much better performance all round. We got the result as well, um, especially some of that you know amazing last ditch defending to, to cling on to those three points at the end. There was a real spirit there. So hopefully. Uh, you know, as Nigel said, and as you said there, that this this is a real step in the right direction. But like you say, we have to build on it. Otherwise, this win will be will be totally pointless, and we'll, we'll be back to square one after the break. Mm. I mean, Nathan, watching from afar over the last few weeks, obviously, um, you haven't been here in the thick of it with all the mm. uh, unrest amongst the supporters. So I'd be interested to see what your view is on on the manager and and how he's affected things at the start of this campaign. Um, obviously, you know, taking yesterday's win into account and, and the ten games previous to that, where for the majority of which we, we were very disappointing. Yeah, of course. I think it's a difficult... I mean, I said over when I was away, you know, that the Saturday was a crucial game. And, they're, you know, after 10 games, I mean, I don't want to chop and change. But at the end of the day, I know there's stuff that's... He's had to get people fit and, you know, he's trying to build up the fitness and stuff. But how long do you leave it? Um, but we got the win yesterday. Um, but what I'm worried about is if we then go and lose to Lincoln... It's like, is it all going to happen again? So if he wins against Lincoln and then Accrington, but then lose to Sunderland, is it going to start again? So are we just delaying the unrest for certain, you know, down the line? Because let's let's be, he might do, but are we going to go on to on a ten game unbeaten run? We may do, but if we don't, it's like, how long is it going to be till we um, till we jump on that bandwagon again? For me, in an ideal world, I wouldn't sack him yet. But football's football, and we know results. You know, if it needs results, and I'm just thinking, well, if he does go, who are we going to bring in? Because like, we go, oh yeah, we get Jacko in. But for me, I don't think it's a job for Jacko that you put him in a, a, such a pressurised position as his first role. He might relish it, he might do well at it. But I, I can see, you know, the, the unrest completely because the, you know, I was watching the the games as well. And I can feel the pain like everyone else. But it's difficult because I don't want to just chop chop and change because you're not guaranteed to get success straight away you know um, but um, it, I'm just going to just take a game, game at a time you know as Lewis said we've got some tricky games coming up um, I mean out of the next five what Lincoln, Accrington, Sunderland, Don, Donny and Burton nine points ten points hopefully you know but anything can happen it just depends if we keep this consistency going for me um, and if we if we if he's now built that fitness up and we can keep that eleven, or more or less that eleven, for the next few games. Then I, I, I can't see the results getting worse. I can, I, I can only see things getting better. But I know people will disagree with me and want Nigel out, and that's fair enough. Um, living that, living all that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I was, I still want him to be here. I'll say that. But I'm not going to say, you know, if, if he keeps losing, I'm not just going to be like, I'll just let him crack on, let him crack on, because. We don't have that luxury in football where you can just leave it till January, be that far cut adrift. It's where we're still four points off, aren't we now, or something? So there's going to come a point in time, and I'm just lucky I haven't got to be the may, may be the one that makes that call. Mm, excellent stuff. Right, let's have a look at some of the tweets then uh, that have come in uh, since yesterday's win up at Fleetwood. Alan Bright said uh, it's the start 
uh, at least, and Charlton Live will be a happier place as well tomorrow. Yeah, it certainly is uh, so far, Alan. Uh, CAFC Fug Life says, uh, I hope that we can go on and develop our play like we did against Fleetwood. Ball on the floor, 100% uh, effort, uh, doing the dirty work of tracking back and covering one another, starting to see uh, some promising signs of improvement, but it's still a long Long way to go. Alan uh, CFC says, uh, by far the best we've played this season. So glad for Jaden. Uh, get crosses into the box uh, and that's what he can do. Doesn't matter if you're Nigel Atkins in or out. Just enjoy the win. Uh, but I do feel the win uh, gives Nigel another run of games. And if we don't follow out with a run of wins, uh, then yesterday will mean nothing. It's up to Nigel now to prove us wrong and go on the Kerbishly run that he talks about. Everyone... Uh, no one, sorry, no one wanted Nigel to fail and meant a lot to the players. You could tell yesterday, uh, but it doesn't matter. It's the results that do matter. Uh, Phil says that much better fitness coming back in another two weeks to work with the lads, hoping this is the start of a good run. Uh, would be really good to see the men rising up the top and the women staying at the top as well uh, and spot a double promotion season uh, is the dream. Yeah, that would be, uh, be something special, wouldn't it, Ryan? Dave says uh, good uh, three points yesterday. Some supporters tend to be a bit fickle uh, when players uh, sign in for the badge, we get bodies in and then they get slagged off uh, down the line. Stockley, Gunter, etc. We need to remember the level uh, that we're at. And then Chris says, plenty of heart and fight shown uh, from the lads and to hold on to the win, uh, which was a reaction needed after Tuesday. Hopefully the international break gives the team uh, more time to get fitter. Uh, we need to be firing on all cylinders now. I mean, yeah, but some, someone obviously did mention there uh, how, how good it was to see Jaden, but I... I it's funny, isn't it, how obviously we've spoken about the fact that, that it wasn't really overly Jaden's fault that he got dropped. It was more to do with the sort of service he's been getting. But it's funny because of that now, Josh Davison has come in. And I think over the last few weeks, he, he's gone from, I mean, don't forget the start of the season when he played against Wimbledon in the League Cup and no one was overly impressed. He's, he's gone from a player that I felt was still pretty untried, untested, wasn't, you know, after the transfer window, we all, we all said we don't really have a backup to Jaden Stockley. But I think... No, uh, Lewis, that uh, he's proven uh, Josh Davison over the last few weeks that we we actually do, and he, and he's taken his chance with with both hands, and it's so unlucky not to score yesterday. Yeah, I think so. I think his performances have been have been impressive in in a time where we've not been that great. I think his performance at Gillingham obviously didn't get himself on the score sheet, but worked so hard, and that was sort of the time we saw um, Stockley dropped and. He made so much effort sort of running around to try and win the ball in other areas. When it was, instead of it going long all the time, he was coming for it short. He was going out wide if he needed to, to pick it up. And he was just, he's a bit, he's just a real workhorse, isn't he? And yeah, his, his form over the last couple of games and his performances have been, have been really good and really promising. So all credit to him really, because like, like you said there, we, at the start of this season, we probably didn't consider him as the, as a main backup. You know, you'd be surprised if, he didn't go out on loan somewhere to get some more experience, maybe another season out in League Two. I know he had half a season in League Two last year with Forest Green. So maybe if we'd have got the back up in, he would have had that time away to, to develop more. But it turns out he's been doing it here and Nigel's put a lot of faith in him over the last few weeks because of the performances being where they are, chucking him in as a bit of a wild card to see how, you know, he gets on, how he reacts. And I think overall He's he's been a positive um, a positive addition to that side. So yeah, fair play to Josh because, like we said, he had his critics at the start of the season and his doubters, um, and his performances at the moment just maybe needs a few more goals to his name. And and the chance, like you said yesterday, was so unlucky to to not score. Um, but he's getting in the right areas and and he's looking dangerous. So yeah, I think I think Josh is is 
starting to give himself, a, you know, get himself into Nigel's head a bit more. And as we've seen over the last few weeks, he's been given starts and everything. And I think now he's a he's a real competition for for Jaden Stockley in that in that position up top. I think just I mean just on that Lou, I think look, Lou just touched it on the on the end there in terms of the competition. I think it's good that you know Davison has come in and started playing well because it's a it's a case of. You know, Jaden knowing that he can be dropped, he's not undroppable. I don't think he had that mentality anyway because he doesn't seem that sort of player. But it gives it gives him a little bit of a kick up the backside, as you were, just to say, well, you know, if there is a time where you're not doing it, we can get Josh in. And I think we might see them two swapping around a lot more than a lot of people expected because with Davison, you're going to get someone who can start a press. Whereas Jaden won't start a press, he'll usually set traps to press. Um, so I think it gives us that little bit of difference at the top top end of the pitch, and um, yeah, I can only echo what Louis said um, in terms of obviously Davison coming in, and he seems full of confidence at the moment. The shot yesterday, you know, he hit the post, you know, had a couple of chances against Bolton, and his confidence is flying. So I'm really happy for the lad. Yeah, he's had a, a really good, uh, really good last few weeks. Right, let's delve into the fans by now. This uh, was recorded uh, at Preston Station on the way back. All of us. Uh, Sort of you, pretty much after the game, there isn't that long to get back from uh, you know into Fleetwood into Blackpool, Blackpool across to Preston and Preston and down. So we're all sort of rushed to Preston, uh, where we bumped into all the players and and the management team. They're all sat there in the bar, and everyone's train was then delayed actually. So, but it was nice actually. It was, it was one of those proper away days where there's like a massive travelling contingent. Uh, of Charlton and I spoke to three of them uh, when we got to Preston Station so this is our view uh, from the fans bar this is Mads uh, Les and Chris up at Preston Station yeah no absolutely imperative that was to be fair like bloody the whole uh, start of the season's been a little bit uh, bumpy and a little bit uh, tempestuous shall we say so yeah no to actually get three points on the board was massive it was one of the first games where we actually alright we didn't perhaps pray brilliantly the whole game, but we done enough sort of like in the second half and the first half to actually get the first point. Because like it's the first away win with fans since Forest in I think February 2020. So like it's been a long time coming for us, and it makes it all worthwhile because people go, well, what are you going through before? Rah rah rah. This is what we go for. You have a good day, but this makes a proper good day. And like it was a cracking finish by Jaden and. Yeah, we weren't really under pressure in the second half, and like, yeah, fair result, I think. I think so, yeah. I think we were the better team first half, and second half, well, I saw most of it. So, uh, yeah, I thought a great goal from Stockley. Again, that's the sort of ball that he feeds on, something from the wing, into the box. Yeah, there you go, that's what Stockley's all about. None of this high ball up to him all the time. He feeds on those type of crosses. And, you know, you've always got to put, you bet your house on there will score those sort of goals. Exactly. I, I'll be honest, it's been one of the uh, quandaries of the season, all season. Like, at the end of last year, when he was banging in the goals, we was getting some decent service down the wings, getting good quality balls in, and he was putting them away. And then, so far this season, we have just literally been humping it to him. And I don't really understand why. But, uh, but yeah, like I say, we've got some decent service in today, and he's, he's got the winner. It is the uh, Charlton way to be a little bit Keystone Cops at the end, but... Uh, but yeah, no, like you know, it was nice to actually hold on for a change, and uh, though we were panicking, we sort of like stood. Forward. He was. He's been running down the wing, look, as they <laughs> say. But yeah, he's sort of unpredictable. But it works two ways because he don't really know what he's doing. But so nor do they. So it's the catch twenty-two. Obviously, when there's like I think it was six minutes added on, you think, oh no. But when you weather a couple of corners on that, you think finally this might be our sort of day we all sort of want away from home. We were far, 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 far better team than Tuesday. 
and we were far better than the team that we played today against Fleetwood. They did all right, but great, they, they scored a great free kick. Uh, I don't know how that, you know, it's just a great free kick. And I thought, you know, we deserved the win. I, I'll be honest with you, I've not necessarily wanted him out uh, to, get, to start with, to be honest. Like, I'll be honest, with the last few years, with all the owner stuff and all the manager stuff, I'm sick and tired of all the upheaval change, all the turnover of players. I would like some stability. I don't know whether he is the man necessarily for the job, but I would like to give him more I time. I think he's a decent fellow, and like, the problem with all the changes is he's like desperate for something to work, and I've never booed him or don't want him out, but it's a results thing, and like, the table don't lie. We're third to bottom there, aren't we, I think, and like, that ain't good enough. So, we've got two weeks off now, pretty much, so hopefully after that break, they can be fit, as they say, and we on, onwards and upwards. Well, my view was I, 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 in, I, I wouldn't have signed him as I manager in the first place, um, but I'm, I'm one to believe that the, the king is the king is dead. Long live the king, um, and I'll support him as as far as I as far as I can. Um, as results, hopefully, we'll turn it around for the rest of the season. Cheers to those uh, three chaps who uh, spoke very eloquently to me, and and, and I love the fact pointing out by Chris. I didn't I didn't realise it until he mentioned it, but that's the first away win with fans in attendance since that one at Forest uh, when Naby Sarr put in that remarkable assist for Lyle Taylor which was a million years ago uh, it feels like and and it really was reward for like I say there was a lot of people probably put off from from traveling yesterday the the petrol crisis which apparently doesn't exist up there anyone I spoke to up north it's fine uh, to get car petrol in your car um, but yeah all of that obviously coupled with a rubbish form the weather wasn't too too nice and the fact it's just a very long way um, it really was a, a good reward for everyone who travelled, and as I say, it was a nice, it was a proper, proper away day where it was a lot of us, you know, like a small group, but a lot of us all on the same trains and stuff, and it really was a a, a good one. And looking forward already to to Lincoln uh, in in a couple of weeks' time. So let's say thanks for those chaps, uh, interesting views on, on Nigel Atkins as well. For thanks for sharing those with me. Right, let's have a look at a couple of emails as well. McSquared uh, said at last a decent overall performance and a fully deserved three points to go with it. It may well have been the last chance saloon for Nigel Atkins, uh, but he finally came up with the goods in terms of formation, tactics and playing personnel. All the players involved put in a decent shift and there was an energy and stickability that was severely lacking in previous matches. The midfield three of Arta, Lee and Gilby were particularly impressive and Lecco was a constant menace going forward, uh, as he was against Bolton as well. Adkins did totally the right thing in dropping Watson and Matthews uh, completely, as they were our two worst players uh, in the Bolton match. We could and should have scored more goals again, but the main thing uh, was that we didn't fold after e- Fleetwood equalised and managed to go on the in front again. Furthermore, uh, McGovery pulled off a cracking save at the death to prevent Fleetwood from levelling again. Uh, it's now clear that the following outfield players should start every game if fit. Arter, Lee, Gilby, Aleko and Davison. Uh, as our back four also looked far more solid today, I reckon they should be given a decent run together to see if they can build up an understanding as well. Kirk had an excellent first half, apart from missing that sitter. Uh, but at least there is competition uh, in that position from Blackett-Taylor, so either of them could cause tiring defensive problem when coming off uh, the bench. Stockley also took his chance very well when he came on following the move of the match. As Stevie Brown said in post-match, it was only one match and there's a long way to go before we can look at things more confidently but at least we now have something 
to build on. Now it's up to Nigel and his coaching staff to get everyone match fit so that more of the squad can last 90 minutes instead of 45. The Papa Johns uh, should be used as a training match for all of those that are still short of match fitness. Uh, who knows if the match is treated that way, we might even end up with a decent goal tally again. The season is still salvageable if we can maintain that standard set against Fleetwood as there are still a lot of points up for grabs. That's from McSquared. Excellent email. Uh, McSquared, cheers for that. And then Craig says, much better, Charlton. Dug deep and got the result. I think this saves Adkins for now. He's got two weeks to organise and push us on, hopefully not like the last international break. We need to try and make Jonathan Lecco's move into a permanent. Keep up the good work, lads. Up the addicts. That's from Craig. Cheers, Craig. Great email uh, as well. Right, yesterday, uh, whilst uh, the men's team were up at Fleetwood, the women's team uh, were playing at Vicarage Road uh, against Watford and absolutely smashed them. 4-0 win uh, for the girls. The addicts uh, were top of the women's championship table briefly uh, before today's games, but they do still have a game in hand on those who have climbed above them again. So uh, very much in the running as it stands for a promotion. Uh, it was Anna Philby who opened the scoring for the girls yesterday and a hat-trick uh, from Elise Hughes. Uh, so let's hear from the boss, Karen, Hugh, uh, from Karen Hills, and from Hattrick hero, uh, Elise Hughes. Yeah, really pleased. I think the girls have done incredible this week. Uh, we're just saying in there, if you was looking at um, a perfect week, um, then I think from a, a league point of view, I think we've, we've, um, we've done that, we've achieved that. We obviously played Blackburn at the start of the week. Um, Clean sheet, two goals, and then going into the Brighton game, which was always going to be a tough game, and I thought we held our own and, and come out with a lot of credit. So it was lots of positives coming into this game, and and obviously we, uh, yeah, we got the job done today in in great style. Uh, four goals and uh, a clean sheet. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really pleased with the girls, and and it's been a great week. Of work. Yeah, yeah, them buzzing, and obviously I've never scored a hat trick either, so I'm buzzing to do it for this club, and. And buzzing to get um, just off the mark, and hopefully um, there's there's more to come now. But um, obviously I couldn't do it without the girls, so I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for um, letting them take take the penalty as well. So um, yeah, it's all on them as well. Yeah. Um, and kind of moving forward, we've got a, a good bit of momentum kind of going into to next weekend against Bristol City. Yeah, another big game. I feel like they're coming round um, thick and fast, and every game's a big game, um, especially when we're playing at home. Um, we want to do as much as we can to get three points, especially when we're on home, home soil. It's early, early doors yet, really early stages of the season, but yeah, we've started well at our home ground. Um, we've definitely got to do a lot of recovering from now until then. We've got a fantastic squad of players that are physically and mentally fit. Um, and obviously when you win a game on, on the back of that week we've just had, it, it, it gives a good momentum going into the, into the week of work. We're going to plan hard, um, work hard uh, in the, tra the training ground. Um, and we're going to look to obviously do exactly the same against uh, Bristol, which is go at them, try and win the game, um, but at the same time make sure that we uh, put in a performance we can be proud of. There we go, well done to the girls yesterday, cracking result, cracking season uh, so far, three wins out of four in the championship, flying high uh, as well. Right, uh, international breaks coming up, Nath, so... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be off. We don't normally do a show during the international break, even though there is the Papa John's game against under-21s of Southampton on Tuesday. Uh, so, I mean, I guess uh, I always try and sort of take stock a little bit as we go into the international break. Um, I mean, it's, it's a season where we've been taking stock every week because it's been such a disappointing one. Um, but I guess it's a big two weeks now for Nigel because he's given himself that little bit of breathing space. He's... 
argument about the fitness of the players, it really should shouldn't be one that goes on any longer than these two weeks. And now he's got to decide what his best eleven is and start to name that settled side and and make sure they come out flying out from the blocks when we travel to Lincoln in two weeks' time. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully, I don't know obviously what his plans are, but hopefully there are maybe a couple of under, you know behind closed doors games. I know a couple of them are away on international duty, but it doesn't mean you can get some match fitness into them. Because I mean, listen, you can go and train every day and do some running drills and doing whatever. But you know, match you know match fitness is match fitness is completely different. Um, you can be fit as a fiddle, but you put yourself in different types of sprints and different you know recoveries and stuff like that. And in a game, they're completely different. So hopefully, there's some. Um, you know, they might not be, but hopefully there's a, a game or two behind closed doors where they can get those little bits of players' legs topped up where needed. Um, and yeah, hopefully you can start naming that settled side because two weeks is a long time. Um, and yeah, and like I said earlier, for me, I mean, maybe, you know, question marks are the right back, Gunter or Matthews. I know they're, they're sort of two different players, but um, for me, that team that played yesterday would be my starting eleven. Um uh, maybe Jaden on some games, as mentioned earlier. So hopefully it gives him it gives him a good two weeks. And um, we mentioned earlier that the, the, the game's coming up. We've got some difficult games, but we also got some winnable games. Um, let's not forget, like, yeah, we we won yesterday. We were in a bit of a bad run before, but we have got a good squad. We've got good, decent players. We just need to get that time. And I think yesterday would have helped tremendously in terms of spirit. And you can tell... You know, the full-time whistle and even by the goals, everyone's absolutely buzzing. You know, Kirk came in, had a good game. He was first first to him on both goals, jumping and whatnot. So um, he's got some good times and let's hopefully get some more ideas across, get some minutes in the legs and, um, yeah, finish top of the league. So it should be fairly easy. Top no of pressure. the league. Top of the league. So hang on, we're, we're, <laughs> we're on nine points and we're... We're going to run twenty-two points, so yeah, little well, I didn't, gap to make up. But I did. I didn't. I tell you what, I didn't see Sunderland getting tonked though yesterday. No, four-nil down at Portsmouth. Yeah, I was. Uh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, we're going up to Sunderland in a few weeks' time, aren't we? Hopefully for a repeat of last uh, last year's win up there. And obviously, Lewis. Uh, I mean, the, the last time we played in the Papa John's, it was quite a fun one. It was in against six-one win against Crawley. Hoping for more of the same against Southampton under twenty-ones on Tuesday. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, and like you say, good opportunity for players to get minutes. You know, you'd probably see DJ come back in, hopefully, because he's not been around for a bit. Um, and yeah, last time it was it was really enjoyable, wasn't it? That 6-1 game. So yeah, hopefully a similar performance. And, and like we've touched on there, some minutes for some players that maybe haven't had a chance of late. So uh, yeah, get that game out of the way and then yeah, focus on preparation for, for these difficult games coming up with Lincoln and Sunderland, etc. Because as we've already touched on, that's going to be a, a big run and we're going to need everybody, I think, to to put us through those games to try and build on this win that we had at the weekend. Excellent stuff. Right, that's the end uh, of this week's Charlton Live then. So don't forget, we won't be on uh, on Thursday or on next Sunday due to the international break. We're going to have a few days off, but we'll see you again uh, on Thursday week uh, with a big match preview for the game away at Lincoln. Thanks to all of you who've listened and got involved uh, with the show this evening. Thank you, Lewis and Nathan. Good to speak to you both. Cheers, guys. Get all your words. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Speak to you later, old man teabag. Uh, I'm Louis Mendez, and uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.